0: Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Why? Because this is the day that the lord is made we're rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad oh magnify the lord with me come on and let us uh, let us exalt his name together god is great and he is greatly to be praised good morning good morning to each of you my brothers and sisters in christ we greet you in the name of our lord and savior jesus who is the christ i pray that you've already had a wonderful morning and you're ready now to get up and stand up and worship the lord for he is great and he is greatly to be praised you know what we need to do. Go ahead and share this with your neighbors and your friends. Let them know that you're watching us live and that you're inviting your friends, your family, everyone connected to you to watch and worship with us because God is a good God. Yes, he is. God is an awesome God. Yes, he is. God is a mighty God. Yes, he is. And we've come to worship and praise his holy name. Come on, let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you, oh God, for another day that you've given us. You woke us up this morning. We are clothed and in our right minds. And God, for that, we give you glory honor and praise god we pray now that you have your way in this service speak to our hearts oh lord speak to our minds speak to our situations and to our conditions lord we've been through a tough week we've been through a tough two weeks fact is we've been through a a a season of tough times but god through it all you've seen us through it you've been faithful you've been mighty you've been awesome You've done all that we've needed. You provided our needs according to your riches and glory. And for that, we give you praise. There's none like you, O God. We've searched over. We couldn't find anybody. There's none like you, O God. And we glorify your holy name. God, right now, have your way in this worship. Come into our homes. Come into our hearts. Do what only you can. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus, our Lord, our Savior, and our Christ. Amen. Amen and amen. Come on, put those hands together. It's time to worship the Lord this morning. We've got the praise band. We've got the praise team on the screen, and we're going to bring those two together and worship the Lord right now. Come on, let's do it, y'all.
1: Twelfth grade at Murray High School, and my troop number is five three eight nine. Girl Scout Week is celebrated each March, starting with Girl Scout Sunday. My name is Michaela Williams. I'm in the twelfth grade at Murray High School, and my my name is Michaela Williams. I'm in the twelfth grade at Murr...
0: Amen. We're live. Amen. Amen. Listen, we're going to, we're going, it is Girl Scout Sunday. As you can see, it has been uh, in the introduction and we've got our Girl Scouts pre-recorded. We've got a few glitches going on, so we're going to try to get them uh, back into the service in just a moment. Amen. Because they have uh, labored to make sure that they are a part of this uh, this Celebration Girl Scouts Sunday. Listen, uh, you know the Girl Scouts have had to make a pivot over the, last, over the course of the last year, just like all of our ministries here have had to pivot, uh, but one thing they made sure, they got those cookies out, y'all. They got those cookies out. I, I got a call. I got a call on, on uh, the week before the truck was supposed to arrive in the parking lot, and we, we made the arrangements, and the Girl Scouts were ready. And you know what happened? The storm came. The ice storm came. Shut everything down. Uh, could not get those cookies, but I promise, as soon as things were, were opened back up... Uh, those young ladies came out and and they they got those cookies out, got them delivered, uh, and, and uh, hopefully you have gotten yours. I believe if you have not, uh, there's some that are, are going to be made available, perhaps even at the conclusion of this service. I'm not sure, uh, but but I I, I I think we've got a few Girl Scout leaders who could make some available for you. So on behalf of, of K-Chap, let me just go ahead and thank all of our Girl Scout leaders. Uh, for for working over the course of the last year with our Girl Scouts to make sure uh, that they continue with their service projects, that they continue uh, doing those things that allow them to grow Uh, their skill sets to grow uh, as young women uh, of courage, of diligence, of integrity. I want to thank our Girl Scout leaders. They are second to none uh, throughout the state of Mississippi, and what a wonderful, what wonderful troop leaders we have, and what wonderful participants we have, and what wonderful parents we have to make sure that you all bring those girls out here and and have such a dynamic, a dynamic troop. I think we're ready. We're going to hear now from our Girl Scouts.
1: This is the scripture for Girl Scout Sunday, Ephesians 6, 1-4. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and ammunition of the Lord. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for food, clothing, and good health. Be with us in school that we may do well. Bless this service and Girl Scouts as we celebrate Girl Scout Sunday. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
0: Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, young ladies. And again, to our Girl Scout leaders, thank you for the awesome job that you continue to do uh, through this period of of transition. Listen, just a few announcements. Uh, We do want to uh, make known we want to ask that you keep uh, certain persons in your prayers. Um, We have let's see, I'm sorry, we have uh, the the family of Willie Carter. Uh, We want to ask that you keep them in your prayers. Willie Carter. Uh, We had that funeral service on yesterday, and so we ask that you keep uh, that family in your prayers. Amen. Listen, it's uh, February. I'm sorry. No, it's not February. It's March, y'all. It's the first Sunday of March And on the first Sunday of each month You know what we do We wish our birthdays of that month Happy birthday So if you have a birthday In the month of March Why don't you go ahead And put your name in the timeline And let us wish you a happy birthday And you know what we need you to do Kate chapel Put some hands and some hearts In that timeline And wish our March babies A happy birthday Can we give them a little birthday song While we're doing that Amen Happy birthday to our March birthday babies Happy birthday March babies Happy birthday, happy birthday. Hey, Shannon, can you do me a favor? Can you zoom in real close on me real quick? Just zoom in real close. Get that right there. Get that right there. Zoom in on that right there. Let me know when you got it now. Let me know when you got it. You got it? I'm just doing that because, because, you know, I'm proud 833, and those basketball boys, the basketball boys of 833 won the state championship this year, the 4A state championship at the 833, amen, and I'm also doing that because the coach of the 833 is one of our own members, brother Lawrence Clark, and so we're congratulating him, uh, we're congratulating him and his family, and we're praying also for Lawrence because, uh, he, he's ill right now, and I believe in that picture. You will see that they're holding up a picture of the coach. Also, uh, those boys were playing for their coach, and so we are we're thankful for the heart that uh, you have put inside of those boys to go out and get it. And Lawrence, we are praying for you and for your speedy recovery and for your family as well. A three-three nation stand up. Amen. 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 All right. Let's see. We also want to let you know next Sunday, next Sunday begins daylight saving time. Yeah. Daylight saving time begins next Sunday. So we lose an hour we go back. Amen. No, we, no, we spring forward. Yeah, we lose an hour by springing forward. That's it, spring forward, fall back. So set those clocks up an hour beginning on next Sunday. Amen. God bless you and God keep you as our prayer. We are ready now to receive our offering. Uh, we ask that you prepare your gifts, your tithes, your offerings, if you've already given. Thank you so much uh, to all of our partners across the nation who have uh, joined us over the course of the last year. You are partnering with us, and we thank you for your gifts <laughs> Uh, And we want to ask all of our members to continue to bless in the mighty way that you have throughout this pandemic, throughout this transition. You have been faithful because I believe God has been faithful to you. You can give any number of ways that are listed on your screen. Whatever you do, give so cheerfully, give so liberally, for God loves a cheerful and I'm convinced a liberal giver also. It's offering time. give you our everything, O God, our hearts, our minds, our hands and our feet, use them for your glory, and O God, as we give of ourselves, we also give of our substance, and so Lord, take now these gifts, that they might be used for your glory. We ask it in Jesus' name, and for His sake we pray, amen, and amen. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. So we're about to listen now to our Girl Scouts. Uh, There's a presentation, a few presentations that will be made. It's Girl Girl Scout Sunday. Uh, These young ladies are full of service uh, for fellow man and humanity, and we want to celebrate them as they serve the Lord by serving one another. It's our Girl Scouts.
1: My name is Michaela Williams. I'm in the 12th grade of Murray High School and my troop number is 5389. Girl Scout Week is celebrated each March starting with Girl Scout Sunday and ending with Girl Scout Sabbath on Saturday. And it always includes Girl Scout's birthday, which is March 12th, to celebrate Girl Scouts, wear their uniforms, and make new friends. The Scouts of K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church are celebrating Girl Scout Sunday, which is today. This year, Girl Scouts of America will celebrate its 109th year on March 12th. We thank Juliette Gordon-Lowe for starting this great organization for girls, where we learn to become leaders, make new friends, and be a sister to every Girl Scout. And of course, sell those wonderful Girl Scout cookies. This is your occasion for today. Jada Anthony Anthony is the daughter of Ken Wanda Monkeren and the niece of Gail Monkeren. A senior at Germantown High School, she involved in multiple extracurricular activities, band, Spanish club, National Honor Society, and her school's literary magazine. She is also on the Youth Usher Board at Unity Fellowship Baptist Church, where Orlando D. Franklin serves as pastor. Jaden enjoys scouting along with writing, playing, and listening to music, talking and learning Spanish, and sleeping. After graduating high school, she plans on attending Mississippi State University and majoring in communications. She plans to take traits from both the Girl Scout law and promise with her well beyond her scouting years to make the world a better place.
2: Thank you, McKellen, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, my name is Jaden Anthony, and I'm an ambassador in Troop 5389. Having been in Girl Scouts for 13 years, I have learned a tremendous amount of of lessons that I will carry with me throughout my life. Not only have I learned, but I have grown as a person. Scouting is where I learned how to come out of my shell and become the social butterfly I think I was born to be. It's only natural, as this is the place where I learned through various thinking days that to appreciate others for, the, for who they are, no matter their background, with respect and kindness in order to hopefully receive the same in return. I was, I was fortunate enough to have joined scouting when I was five years old, entering as a daisy with Miss Sims. I loved every moment of it. Here I began to learn the importance of our promise and law, and how important a guide it was to our daily lives. And luckily, I was blessed enough to have a leader exemplify the true values of being a Girl Scout. Moving up, I was excited to be a Brownie. And having Miss Martin as a leader, she taught me discipline and responsibility. She only expected the best from her girls, and I appreciate her for that. She was an inspiration to me. Her passion in scouting was everything. She only ex- accepted the best from her girls, and I appreciate her for always setting the bar high for us. Her passion for scouting was and will always be an inspiration as a junior. I learned how to work with my peers as we all completed our bronze award together, working at at Hope House. Miss Florence taught us a sense of identity and how to be true to ourselves as scouts. No scout can begin to talk about being a cadet without talking about the homework that came along with it, and we can have we have Miss Davis to thank for that. I didn't appreciate it then, but now that I'm older, I realize it's only because she cared about us and wanted us to succeed. Not only did I learn how to be a better scout, I learned how to be a better me, and for that, Miss Davis, I say thank you. As I moved to Girl Scouts, the numbers dwindled, but that never deterred my desire to want to continue Girl Scouts, and I have Miss DeVall and Ms. Gray to thank for that. As both a senior and ambassador, I was prepared for young adulthood through lessons and mock, and mock interviews. I'm glad those weren't real. Being, being a Girl Scout for the past 13 years has been life-changing in only the best ways. I don't think any of it could have been possible without having the most incredible leaders anyone could have asked for that were truly commissioned by God. The lessons I received I will carry with me for the rest of my life, and I am and will always be proud to call myself a Girl Scout. Good morning. In honor of Girl Scout Sunday, the six troops of Cave Chapel, Daisy, Brownie, Junior, Cadet, Senior, and Ambassador, wish to present to the church... Reverend Buckley, a sum of $600, representing $100 per troop, to say thank you for all the service that the church has rendered to Girl Scout program. We thank you, and we appreciate all that you do.
0: Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much sister gray and to all of the young ladies who participated in today's uh, program to all of the girl scouts and all of the scout leaders we thank god again for your service uh, for your participation and for making sure that our young ladies uh, always uh, go forth with such pride with such dignity with such character serving one another and that's what it's about it's about service it's about particularly in this day and time Uh, serving each other let me let me also just bring attention Uh, if you are in need of water we know that we're just about at the end uh, of this water crisis it looks like in many parts of the city Uh, but if you're still in need of water there is a distribution going on this evening or this afternoon rather beginning at noon ending at 4 p.m. that is sponsored by the Mississippi College of Law that's located at 151 East Griffith Street that's in downtown Jackson that's today today from noon until four. If you are in need of water, uh, you can go there. Also, if you're in need of water, you can let us know here at the church. Uh, we, we have water available here as well. And so if you're in need, uh, we can make that available to you as well. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God keep you as our prayer. I believe we're coming now for one more selection and we're going to prepare ourselves for the word of God. his name it is amazing grace I know it's grace (laughs) nothing but grace has brought us this far nothing but grace has been keeping us nothing but grace has been holding us nothing but grace it's amazing Amazing grace. Mm. Mm-hmm. My, 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 my. That's soul music right there. That, that, that's for real. That's soul music right there. That, that'll minister to your soul. Hallelujah. My God, my God. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, I want to invite your attention to the gospel according to St. John. St. John chapter number 4. John chapter number 4 beginning with verse number 13. John chapter 4 beginning with verse number 13. And there you will find these words recorded. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. I want to talk this morning from the subject, Living Water for a Thirsty Soul. Living Water for a Thirsty Soul. For the last few weeks, we who are residents in the city of Jackson have been brought face to face with the critical importance of running water. While some residents were only slightly inconvenienced, others have gone for up to now 17 days without any running water. We've been challenged as a city We've been tested as a people to show resiliency and demonstrate hospitality to one another by serving and sharing and giving of ourselves and our substance. Thankfully, it appears that we are coming to the end of this crisis as water is steadily being restored across the city and is at full pressure in many locations. And I I want to go on record this morning saying to you that I believe that brighter and better days are coming. I believe that better and brighter days are on the way. I believe that better and brighter days are around the corner. Yes, we have been through much and there are still some storms that we must go through. The pandemic is still with us and spring storms have yet to come. But I believe in my spirit that better and brighter days are coming. and That's what we wanna look at over the next few weeks. Hopefully press into your spirit that better and brighter days are coming because as people of faith, We need to remain hopeful. We need to stay faithful. And we need not become disillusioned or discouraged. For the songwriter declared, be not dismayed, whatever betides, God will take care of you. Beloved, better and brighter days are coming. This water crisis should really help to crystallize the message of the gospel concerning the living water of Jesus Christ. I I suppose I suppose that the best illustration that I could use this morning is is not getting some movie clip or some YouTube video or either some special effects background, but rather the best illustration for this sermon comes from our own experience over the last couple of weeks, particularly as it relates to the Cade Courtyard Apartments. You see, when this all started, the water pressure was gone, our assistant manager, Brother Alan Jones began to get five-gallon buckets like the ones you see here. Take those buckets to the local fire station and fill them up and bring them back on site for residents to use for the flushing of their toilets. Back and forth, he would take perhaps five, six, seven buckets at a time, fill them up, bring them back and we thought that after a few days of this the water would be restored and things would go back to normal but a few days turned into a few weeks because the need of water increases the need for water increased we needed a more robust response we needed more hands we needed more feet we needed more water and we needed more buckets and thankfully UK chapel you responded You brought water, you brought coolers, you brought large garbage cans, you brought containers, and you brought buckets. Some of you went the extra mile and brought external water tanks that we were able to position outside so that flushing water was on site. We had people who were not even members of the church who heard about what the need was and they responded a fellow by the name of Jeff Lucian from Simpson County a native of New Orleans who relocated to Mississippi after Katrina he showed up here with 600 gallons of water on the back of his truck and not only did he bring water but he helped to receive the water that was coming in the drop-off line and by Wednesday there were three additional tanks filled with water on a trailer that just showed up and thanks Thanks to the on-site crew of Cade Courtyard residents headed up by Mother Annie Sexton, an assembly line of buckets of water went up to the residents and came down, refilled, up, down, and refilled, up, down, refilled, up, down, and refilled. And this makeshift system got water to residents so that they could fill their tanks and flush their toilets. And together, together, we got through it. Bucket by bucket, by bucket. That experience is perhaps as close to a modern day retelling of this account between Jesus and this Samaritan woman that exists because in the text, Jesus meets a woman who has come to a well to collect water. Jesus is there and asks her to dip some for him, which surprises her because she was a Samaritan and Jesus was a Jew and, and she says as much as so that the Jews and Samaritans have nothing to do with, you, with each other. To which Jesus responds, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. It's something about that phrase, living water, that caught her attention. Because she asked Jesus, she says to him, how can I get my hands on some of that living water? And anyway, how, how are you going to get that living water? Because as I look at you, 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 you Jew, Jesus uh, man, Jewish man, Jesus by name, he, she says, you don't even have a bucket to dip with. And Jesus basically tells her, listen, you can keep doing life, dipping buckets of water, or you can experience a wellspring on the inside of you producing living water. You you can keep coming to this well and it will give you water, but you're going to have to come back tomorrow, you're going to have to come back the next day, you're going to have to come back the next day because the water in this well only provides temporary satisfaction. The water in this well has a short shelf life. The water in this well is going to be used up fairly quickly. The water in this well is a temporary fix for a long-standing need just like the things that you've been trying to fill your life with, it's temporary. The things that you've been relying on, it's temporary. The things that you've been building, temporary. The things that you've been trusting in, temporary. But this living water completely satisfies. And whoever Jesus is, whoever drinks of it, can put the buckets aside. and Never thirst again. When I think about this dialogue and what we just went through, the picture is clear. You see, when the water infrastructure in Jackson failed and the water stopped running, we had to keep refilling buckets of water day after day after day, bucket after bucket after bucket. The residents had to come down with their buckets, go to the water tanks or or the garbage cans and refill, come back to the tanks and refill, go back to the tanks and refill, dip in the pool and refill because the water that they got was a temporary fix to a long-standing problem. And while it worked to get the residents through, getting it was tiring. Getting that water and taking it back upstairs was taxing. It was inconvenient. It was inefficient. And that's the point that Jesus makes about one's life. The things that we tend to rely on in this world will at some point fail. Systems fail, governments fail, people fail, stock markets crash, houses burn, companies downsize, and sometimes relationships don't even last. But in Christ, we have a fail-proof, ever-replenishing source of life. And What Jesus offers is the opportunity for you to stop living out of buckets. Because in buckets, You can only get so much. With buckets, you have to keep running back and forth. With buckets, you have to walk to the source and back to your house over again. With buckets, you have to keep filling up over and over again. Buckets are a short-term solution for a long-term problem. But the living water... The living water is a constant supply of power. Living water is a constant supply of strength. Living water is a constant supply of joy of Christ living inside of you. The living water flows in you and throughout your life, giving you your soul's desire. Jesus offers to her and he offers to us living water, which is a long-term solution the reality that a lot of people are like this woman in this text somebody right now listening to me this morning knows exactly what it feels like to be going through life day after day attempting to feel and fulfill yourself with water from a source that won't completely satisfy dipping water from a well, hoping that it will do for you that which only God can. Drawing from the well of possessions, drawing from the well of career and profession, drawing from the well of scholarship and education, drawing from the well of personal relationships, drawing from the well of power, the well of notoriety, only to realize that none of these wells fully satisfy. But here, Here is what Jesus says to this woman and to all of us today that in Christ there is living water. In Christ there is satisfying water for the thirsty soul that refreshes and replenishes itself on the inside. Because hear me, there are several things, four things for which the soul of man thirsts. Four basic things. Four basic cravings. For the human soul, number one, the human soul craves for meaning and purpose. The human soul craves for fulfillment and satisfaction. The human soul craves for acceptance and belonging. The human soul craves for joy and solitude. And when either of those four is not being met, the soul thirsts. When there is no meaning, When there is no purpose in one's life, that soul becomes a wayward, lost soul. Without fulfillment and satisfaction, that soul becomes a wanting and desperate soul. Without acceptance and belonging, that soul is a wounded and broken soul. Without joy and solitude, that soul is a weary and restless soul. And when you have a wayward soul, a wanting soul, a wounded soul, and a weary soul, that is a thirsty soul in need of living water. Jesus says to that wayward warning wounded and weary soul I have living water living water that satisfies the wayward longings of the soul living water that quenches Thirst, living water that refreshes and replenishes the desperation of a broken soul. Living water that drenches and feels the emptiness of a depressed soul. Living water that will never stop flowing, never stop moving in your life, never stop running through your life. Living water that will satisfy all of your soul's cravings. And if you drink this living water, you can get rid of your buckets. You can quit running after this well and getting in line for this well and hoping that that well still has water in it, waiting for others to get finished so you can dip your bucket in that well and get some more. Jesus says, enough of bucket living. Get some living water. I know somebody's right now saying, but Reverend, those buckets came in handy. Those buckets were real helpful last week. Yes, they were. But the whole point is that with a new infrastructure, you won't need any buckets. With a new system, you won't need buckets. With a new way of life, you won't need buckets. God wants to replace your bucket for a new system, a self-replenishing system of peace and joy and strength and patience and wisdom. He wants to replace your buckets for new infrastructure built inside of you that carries the graces of God throughout your life. He wants to replace your buckets with a new system that effectively and efficiently pushes life to every part of your being God wants to replace your buckets so that love overflows in your life joy runs through your heart contentment flows through your consciousness peace runs through your personality Jesus says I want to replace your buckets for a better system now this woman she was apprehensive as are some of you because when you've been living with buckets And when buckets are the things that have gotten you through your tough times, it's hard to imagine life without them. It's hard to imagine doing life without the thing that you've been carrying all this time and dipping and and at least it was sustaining you. It's hard to imagine life without these buckets. And so Jesus Pulls this woman into her own reality with these words. He says to her, call your husband. (laughs) She answers him, I don't have a husband. Jesus says, now that's true. Say you've had five and the man you're with now is not yours. Jesus reads her mail and brings her face to face with how she's been living out of buckets she had been living trying to find fulfillment in and through relationships she had been running to this well looking for acceptance running to this well looking for approval running to this well looking for affirmation running to this well looking for affection running to this well looking for attention and none of those relationships brought to her what she needed none of them lasted none of them gave her her soul's craving and suddenly, she is made to see. that She has been living life, filling up buckets, drawing from wells that simply couldn't satisfy her soul. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning, but what have you been running to? To whom have you been running, looking for soul satisfaction? Jesus says to that woman, and he says to you, the water that you're seeking, you won't find in relationships with people thing that you're seeking to satisfy your soul, you will not find in material things. You, you will not find in power and positions. You will not find in drugs or alcohol. You will not find in sex or pornography. Your soul will only be satisfied when your soul drinks of living water. And when you taste of the living water of Jesus Christ, that will then be the thing that your heart pants after. That's what the psalmist meant when he wrote in Psalm 42, verse 1, As the deer panteth after the water, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When you taste of the life-giving water of Jesus Christ, your soul will want more. You want to be closer to him. You'll want to draw nearer to God. You'll want more of his company and more of his companionship, more of his guidance, more of his direction. You'll want to hear more of his voice and read more of his word and do more of his will and reflect more of his character. The living water of Jesus makes you want more. The prayer of A.W. Tozer says it best when he said, Oh God, I have tasted thy goodness. And it has both satisfied me and made me thirsty for more. Listen to that. It has both satisfied me and made me thirsty for more. I am painfully conscious of my need for further grace. I am ashamed of my lack of desire. O God, the triune God, I want to want thee. I long to be filled with longing. I thirst to be made thirsty still. That is my prayer for you, beloved. That in your relationship with God through Christ, that your soul's longings will be satisfied. But that you will also thirst for yet more. Drop your buckets and taste of the living water. Stop living in the buckets and allow Him to build in you a well that will produce living water for eternal life. For here is the promise of Jesus found in John 7 and 38. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you. Give you his peace. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good.
3: All I need is a touch from you. No one else can do the things you do. You take the wrong in my life and make it right. You make it right. All I need is a touch. touch from you. All I need is a touch from you. No one else can do the things you do. Take the wrong Wrongs in my life
0: If he touches you, you will be made new. If he touches you, you'll have new life. If he touches you, you will be a new creature in Christ. Old things will be passed away. All things will become new. If he touches you, you'll stop living a bucket life. And you'll have living waters flowing from the inside. And here's the good news, church. When it's flowing from the inside, it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside. When you got joy on the inside, it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside. When you got peace on the inside, it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside. I wish I had a witness in here. That's why Jesus says, I want you to have living water because you can't trust things that are built by man. But oh, when he touches you, brings into your life living water, a new reality shall be yours. Beloved, I pray that you call the number that's on your screen if you want this living water. You're ready to receive Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to call the number that's on your screen right now. There's someone there waiting to talk to you, waiting to speak with you, pray with you, and lead you into this soul-saving, satisfying touch that only comes through Jesus Christ. You need his touch. You need his water. Open yourself to him now. He's waiting. God is waiting. And we're waiting to hear from you. All I need is a touch from you. All I
4: need, all
0: I need is a touch
4: touch from, from you, you.
0: Oh, 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 all I need just one touch,
3: is a touch, touch, touch.
0: from you.